But I'm going to just go ahead and invite uh, Jay Schiffman up to share his story. So let's give it up for Jay. Welcome to the Choose Your Struggle podcast. I am your host, Jay Schiffman. Welcome to the Choose Your Struggle podcast. My name is Jay Schiffman. I am your host. I'm an addiction and mental health speaker, writer, consultant, coach, and advocate down here in Charleston, South Carolina, living in a suburb called Daniel Island, a beautiful, beautiful little island right outside of Charleston. I live here with my wife, Lauren, and our dog, Nell. We've been living here for about seven months now. Moved down here from my hometown of Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, You will learn a lot about me in the process of this podcast, but the most important thing to know going in is that I wake up every day dedicated to the issues of mental health and addiction. I have a very personal relationship to those issues. I am uh, 10 years in recovery personally. You'll learn a little bit more about my story in later edition of the podcast. I actually recorded my entire story and decided that was going to be the first edition of this podcast. And then I thought about it and went, you know, look, my story has a purpose. My story allows me to speak from the heart and speak from an area of expertise, and that's all wonderful. But the least important part of my story is my story. What's more important is that it allows me to create conversations and more than anything else, put out calls to action. That is what sits with me, and that's what motivates me. So that's why I'm doing this This podcast is to uh, get people thinking about some of these topics. I've got some great guests lined up along the way, uh, both to tell their story and talk about their ideas. But today, we're going to talk about Choose Your Struggle. Choose Your Struggle is the name of this podcast, and it's also my call to action. And I'm going to take a quick break, but when I come back, we're going to get into what Choose Your Struggle means. Thank you for joining me on the Choose Your Struggle podcast. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast and then thought, man, I just, I don't even know where to begin. Well, I have the perfect answer for you. It's Anchor. They have all the tools you need to get started right away, all in one spot. You can do it from your phone or your computer. They'll even distribute for you so you don't have to go looking for places to get your podcast out. But the best part is it's all free. That's right. You can sign up today without any hassle at all. You can even start making money right from the beginning. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. So check it out today. Go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. So today we are talking about what choose your struggle means. Um, for me, it's it's sort of my buzzword. It is, you know, uh, my hashtag. It's all those things that we millennials do. But but what does it what does it actually mean? I get asked that a lot, and this is sort of what I mean by choose your struggle. When I was at my worst, I didn't really get to choose what I did every day or what I struggled for, right? I would wake up, uh, I would (laughs) struggle to avoid withdrawals, 
I would struggle to get off the couch. I would struggle to be happy and productive that day. And so when I entered recovery, it was like uh, all of a sudden I got to choose, make some choices that I, I didn't get to make before. You know, I, I got to say, okay, I don't have to work to avoid withdrawals. I don't have to work just to get off the couch. What am I going to do? And then I started recognizing something that's, I think, incredibly important and under under-recognized in this country, and that is people who are born into privilege need to recognize that privilege. And I count myself uh, just 1,000% amongst that. So I recognized that I was getting a second chance in life. And I was getting a second chance in a world, in a country, where a whole lot of people don't even get there first, right? I am so cognizant of that fact. So for a while, I didn't really know what to do with that knowledge. I really struggled with that. Not, not the good kind of struggle, bad kind of struggle. And then in 2015, uh, I told my story on stage for the first time, thanks to Sean Braley, who you heard in that intro. Um, that's going to be on every episode. Uh, that was him introducing me at the first time I ever told my story on stage. Cincy Stories in Cincinnati, Ohio. What's up? Support him. They're amazing. But after that, I saw, I got a little bit of clarity, and I started working to uh, really focus on a couple of key aspects, and that was ending the stigma around mental health and addiction, and then by extension, making the lives better, making lives better of those who are currently struggling or are in recovery, have loved ones who are struggling, because we have this idea, you know, we get when somebody gets cancer, we're like, oh my God, that family, oh God, I feel so horrible for them, right? That's the common and sort of expected response. When someone's struggling with addiction, first off, most people hide it because most families hide that they have a, a loved one struggling, right? You'll see a bunch of euphemisms or, oh, you know, he's doing his own thing. And you're like, hmm, what does his own thing mean? Is he following, a, you know, is he trying to be an actor? Is he sick? What is happening? But... When we hear about it, we think, oh, that's so sad. The average person, not we, and also this is not everybody, obviously, but the average person goes, oh, that's so sad for him or her. We don't think about how much that impacts a family. Right? I mean, every person I've worked with, and I've been doing this a while now, every person I've worked with is feels alone, yet the family also feels the pain. Right. And I'm definitely that's a that's a deeper idea that I will get into in more episodes in a later episode. But essentially, that was what I decided that I was going to focus on. And that doesn't mean that I don't care about other issues. Um, my wife and I are super big into uh, Planned Parenthood is one of our big ones. We always support Planned Parenthood. If you're not a supporter and you're hearing this, sorry that I just alienated you on the first episode. Uh, <laughs> well, that, that was that was bound to happen at some point. Better to hear it on this one. Um, 
for in different ways, we both very much care about what is happening with our environment. We live on Daniel Island, a suburb of Charleston, South Carolina. Um, it's it's kind of a suburb. Anyways, it's a little island that is part of Charleston, South Carolina. Beautiful. Um, but around here, we, we are literally seeing firsthand what's happening uh, to the environment. The the <laughs> Last year, Charleston flooded on average every third day, which is unreal. Like that is, it's not that we are, uh, we're, not, we're not scared of what will happen when sea levels rise. We're living in it. Like we, we see this all the time. But back to my story. It's not that I don't care about other things. It's like that is what I am focused on. And we live in a world where we kind of have to care about everything all the time. Uh, I was super lucky. Two days ago, I sat down with the musician Edwin McCain. Um, Go back and listen to the song I'll Be if you're not sure who that is. Uh, Here's the funny thing. I actually like I knew he was a musician. I was meeting him in that context in a much larger situation. And we we had a nice, nice chat about addiction and mental health. Um, I didn't know that song was his song. And I, 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 you know, I didn't tell him that. I also didn't want to be the guy who was like, oh, my God, tell me stories of being drunk backstage. Like that wasn't the point of our meeting. Uh, I was actually meeting with him. He's on a board of of an addiction nonprofit. And I met with him and two of the people who worked there for my book. And we, he was wonderful, but he and I were talking about this issue and he was saying how some days it's tough with his, he has two, two early teenagers. And he was saying that it's tough because, you know, he's very focused on some of these issues and they are constantly like, okay, today I'm worried about this today. I'm worried about that. And I get it. I mean, I get it. There's so much going on right now. Uh, we're living, we're living through a really interesting and a really, in a bad usage of that word time. But you know what happens when you spread yourself thin? Like that's where we are on ideas, on caring about things. And that's kind of where choose your struggle comes from, right? It's it's wake up every day and decide I am going to struggle for this, right? For me, it's simple. I am on brand all the time and those issues are addiction and mental health, right? I talk about it when I talk to people. I tweet about it. I tweet about a lot of things, but uh, I, I post about it. I, I, you know, it's what I do for a living. Now, like I said, it's not that I don't care about other things. My wife and I are very supportive of the community. Uh, it's community activism and, and involvement is one of the early things we bonded over. We've been together now three and a half years and it like brought us together and still like the thing that we love doing the most together is going to galas and volunteering and uh, giving of our time, talent and treasure. I mean, it's, it's like a thing that binds us together is our community involvement. And that couldn't happen if I was like, nope, just going to focus on mental health and addiction. So I'm not saying you shouldn't care about other things. What I am saying is that recognize where your energy is spent, right? It's one thing. If you want to volunteer for something, that's fantastic. But if you're spending every day sort of on a different topic, are you really doing that much good? Probably not. So choose your struggle means let's prioritize, let's figure out what motivates you and let's be you know, proactive and not reactive. Because if we're reactive, there is a lot happening in our world that would cause you to be like, 
oh my God, I have to care about this thing today, right? Whether whatever uh, the the you know supreme leader is tweeting about today, or whatever the news is telling you, you should care about. And I'm not saying not to pay attention to those. I'm not saying that some of those aren't very worthy of your care. I'm just saying choose what you want to care about. Don't let other people choose for you. Uh, I'm going to take a break, and when I come back, more about what Choose Your Struggle means to me. And we're back. Now that you've heard what Choose Your Struggle means, what have I done with that? As I said before, it is my hashtag, it's my call to action, it's all of those things. It's also been a huge motivator in my life. So me personally, a a little over a year ago, a year and a couple of months, I left a career behind that I loved a lot. And I did so because a full four years after telling my story, I realized that I wasn't doing enough to actually fulfill my own mission of choose your struggle. Now, I had been telling my story off and on whenever I had a chance. I've been writing about addiction and mental health. I had been posting about it. I had been doing all that kind of stuff. But I wasn't having the impact that I believed that I could. Now, as I mentioned before, I have an immense privilege in life. And that privilege is uh, one that I need to recognize and to use. To put it simply, I come from a loving family, a supportive family. I come from means. And even more than that, I am, like I said earlier, I am in the in the midst of getting a second chance when so many people don't get their first. So for me to not use that second chance, for me to sort of sit idly by or or, you know, do something for the money or for the prestige or Something that doesn't fulfill my own personal mission is, quite frankly, morally bankrupt, in my opinion. That idea drives pretty much everything I do. Yes, I think this is fun. I I was actually literally telling this to my therapist three hours ago. If I didn't love what I was doing, I I would not do this for a second because it's hard. It is stressful. The nose pile up very quickly. And I, and I don't mean that in terms of people slamming the door in my face. I mean, when you try to talk about issues of addiction and mental health, oh boy, you, you better be strong. You better be ready because you get a lot of no's. The best example I can give you, I was at a networking event a couple weeks ago and the first person I met was in recovery. She told me this when I told her that what I do. She went, Oh man, I'm in, I'm in recovery. I was like, that's awesome. And it turns out she and her her boyfriend both are wonderful. And then I started talking about my views on mental health and I asked her hers and it became very clear that she, well, I shouldn't say it became very clear. She told me recovery isn't a thing that she tells everybody. She told me because I'm also in recovery. And then when she heard me wanting to talk about it, she was an AA graduate or participant. And usually those are people who are much less excited to talk about their recovery because, you know, it's literally in the name, Alcoholics Anonymous. Like not talking about it is part of the core. Look, 
I think AA is incredible for what they've done. They have saved literally millions of lives. It's also not foolproof, and there's also a little, you know, there's some dangerous things that 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 are in their tenants. The anonymous part, I understand the need for it for a lot of people. Personally, I go the opposite direction, and I really applaud people who do as well. If you need to feel anonymous, if you need to be anonymous, I get it. The stigma is real. It is very real. But it's only going to crash down when those of us who are willing to challenge it do so. So the example I'm trying to give here is that when we started to actually talk about mental health and it wasn't just a wink, wink, nod, nod. Oh, wow, we're both in recovery. She literally walked away saying she had to go to the bathroom and then turned around and started talking to the other another group of people. This is someone in recovery. So the stigma is real even in the community. I'm not going to lie like that upset me for about 10 seconds until somebody walked over and said, did you say that you work in addiction and mental health? That started a conversation. Two more people joined us. And a woman said to me, she was probably in her late 20s. She told us her story of mis- of a mislabeling and, and all this. And then she finished the story, looked me dead in the eye, like right at me and said, I've literally never told that to anybody before. That's her quote. I've literally never told it to anyone before. That is why I do this, right? Right there. She hugged me afterwards. This was before we knew about the coronavirus. You know, be careful with your hugs. But she hugged me and said, thank you. And then she left. And I don't know if I'm ever going to see this person again. I hope I do. She was very nice and we had a great conversation. And I, I would like to continue that conversation. But knowing that I had that impact and knowing that if, if even for a second she felt more comfortable with who she is and what was in her background and that she knew that there were others out there who cared, that made it that made it worth it. Um, and that's what I mean by choose your struggle. Now, you can't always see that direct impact right then, but when you do, it is it's pretty it's pretty special. So we're going to take another break. And when we come back. Uh, we will close with a, with a little segment that I'm going to do every episode. Pretty excited about it. Thanks for tagging along to the Choose Your Struggle podcast. And we're back. Thank you for coming along on the first episode of the Choose Your Struggle podcast. Um, this has been fun. It's been tough. It's taken me about a week uh, most of that of playing around, not actually recording, but learning how to do this. I already know, uh, gotta work on the sound levels. If you are hearing it jump all over the place, I get it. I hear it too. We're going to work on that together. Um, but I do want to hear from you. Before we close, I want to tell you this. I mean this wholeheartedly. Please reach out. Check out my website www.jshiffman.com J-A-Y-S-H-I-F-M-A-N J Schiffman, same spelling, is also my Facebook and my LinkedIn. My Instagram is The Next Schiffman. Twitter is JB Schiffman. Reach out. I want to hear from you. This podcast is for everyone. I've got some great guests lined up, as I said, but I also want to hear what you want to talk about. So that that's that's very important to me. Now, there's two things I'm going to do at the end of every episode. The first is a segment I'm calling Take a Card. 
There's an English organization called Blurt that does amazing work around mental health. I use a lot of their tools, uh, both digital and a couple of really cool card packs that they sell. The first segment that I'm going to do is this. I'm going to choose one of the packs that I have and I'm going to shuffle and then I'm going to choose a card. This week's pack is the You Are Enough pack, which is great. We all need that reminder sometimes. I wear a bracelet on my wrist that says you matter on one side and don't give up on the other. It's from a cool organization that I'll highlight in a later episode. But we all need that reminder sometimes that nobody has it perfect, right? Nobody is just 100% of the time. We, we have that unrealistic standard that is set before us. So it's nice to be reminded that we are enough. So today's card goes like this. If you want to improve your self-worth, stop giving other people the calculator. It's a quote by Tim Fargo, and it is part of the Blurt You Are Enough cards. And I think that's really important, and that relates directly to Choose Your Struggle. Don't let other people tell you what to struggle for. Choose your own. That's the whole point of this. This is your life. We only get one that we know of. So decide what you are going to struggle for and do it. Now the second piece that I'm gonna do every episode is called a good egg. That may be a trademark term. If it is, I apologize. Somebody let me know. In Cincinnati, there are these awesome vending machines that you can go to. You put 50 cents in and out pops an Easter egg looking thing. But inside is a good deed. It may have started somewhere else. I just know about it because of Cincinnati. Early in my relationship with my now wife, this was a thing that we kind of, we would exchange. Uh, when one of us saw one, we would get a couple and we would open them together and then we would do them and it was always fun. In fact, at our wedding, our centerpieces and every table with dessert, with presents, with everything on it had good eggs for people to take home. And we got so many awesome responses from people telling us that they did the good egg. It, it really was a wonderful piece of our wedding. So here is your good egg for the day. Are you ready? It's this. Things are scary right now. We are hearing a lot of just terrifying news reports about the coronavirus. So your homework is this simple. Call someone that you love and ask them how they are. And then don't take, I'm fine for an answer, right? We know that response. You call your grandma. How are you, grandma? Oh, I'm fine. No, no, no. How are you really? What's going on in your life? Tell me how you're doing with this terrifying virus that's going around. That's it. That's your good egg, your good deed for the episode. Let me know if you did it. Let me know how it goes. Uh, reach out to me through my website, www.jshiftman.com or any of the social media platforms I listed earlier. Thank you for coming along on this Choose Your Struggle ride. Uh, we're gonna learn this thing together. Uh, I, I know it's gonna be fun. I know I'm gonna learn more along the way, and I look forward to hearing from all of you. So thank you so much. Tune in next time, and remember, choose your struggle.